All right. I needed to wet my whistle before this one because I'm about to yell. <laughs> Hi, friends. This week, I have a whole episode of all the things you need to stop saying to yourself. And you need to be very, very careful with the shit that you speak over yourself because your words hold more power than you think. And this is honestly the biggest thing that's helped me get to where I am and to feel as good as I do about myself and life. By stopping all the shit that I'm going to tell you, I have a full list of all the things to stop speaking over yourself. Because a lot of the times we convince ourselves with the shit that we say that we don't have as much power as we actually do. So all these things that I'm going to tell you to knock the fuck off are all the things that are going to help you reclaim your power and take control of your life. Because then you can get it to look and feel how you want it to. Okay, so the first thing I need to yell at you about to stop doing relates to your emotions. So when you feel a certain way, a lot of people say, I'm sad, I'm tired, I'm drained, I'm stressed, I'm anxious. Do not ever identify as your emotions. So instead of I'm sad, I feel sad, I'm stressed, I feel stressed, throw the word feel in between that with every single thing that you declare about the way that you're feeling. Trust me, just the power this one alone holds sets you free from the emotion in a way. Like you no longer are identified with it and cling to it and feel it so deeply. It becomes a state of observation. Like you're observing that you're feeling it. You are not sadness. You are not anxiety. You are not panic and overwhelm. You're not all these things. You're feeling them. It already disconnects you from the emotion. And the reason that this is so important is because when you identify as an emotion, a lot of people use it as an excuse to not do certain shit. So like, I'm sad. I know I have all of these things I need to do, but I'm sad. You let it kind of get in the way as a block. My ring just scratched the table and it made me want to fucking... I hate that sound. Ugh. So when you say I am sad, tired, depressed, whatever, that then is so easily used as an excuse. I'm sad, so I can't do X, Y, Z. I'm sad, so I can't be happy. I'm depressed, so I can't get up and take care of myself. I'm anxious, so I can't do X, Y, Z. I talked about the anxiety part specifically in my last episode at the end. But when you can stop identifying with your emotions, they get the fuck out of your way. So looking at a situation like, okay, I'm sad. You're standing in like, okay, I'm sad. It feels more debilitating and it feels bigger and it feels like heavy. But when you say, I feel sad, it's like, okay, like it kind of puts you in a place of reality because when you are the emotion, you don't feel like you can do anything to change it. But when you're feeling the emotion and you say, I feel sad, it's obvious that you can do something about it. So your power lies within the words that you speak. Saying I feel something gives you control again. So that's the biggest thing I want to point out with this. I kind of take this one step further with how I talk to myself. So when I used to say I'm sad or I'm pissed off or whatever it is, I used that for a while and it helped me realize like, okay, you don't have to feel happy to do shit. You don't have to feel energized. If you're tired, you can still get up shithead. You can still do what needs to be done. Look at people that have no option but to continue forward. They find a way to fucking do it. And it worked for me for a while to just say, I feel sad. It made me back in my place of power. Like, okay, I feel this way, but my action is my choice. So what I say now is part of me is sad. Part of me is exhausted and drained and tired. Part of me is stressed out. That makes it a lot easier for me to take that emotion and care about it. I'm very hard on myself. So when I can imagine 
another part of me being sad. I always envision like a younger version and it's harder to be mean and rough with that part of you that is feeling that way. But saying part of me feels sad is huge because not all of you is sad. Not all of you is depressed. Not all of you is pissed off because sure, I might be sad about something that just happened, but that's not the entirety of the way that I feel because I am very grateful for all the shit that I have and everything in my life. There are things that are going right, but part of me is still sad. That helped me kind of like compartmentalize it where a lot of people are like, scared to own up to their emotions because they're like, oh my God, I have no reason to be sad. I have no excuse to be upset. I have all these things going for me. They use it as a way to gaslight themselves. And the way that I approach my emotions now like this is saying part of me is sad. It allows me to hold space for both because part of me is very grateful, but I can't deny another part of me is very sad about a certain situation. That's just how part of me feels right now. And that's okay. It also becomes easier when you look at it like a part of you being sad or feeling an emotion to address it and kind of like caretake it without feeling overwhelmed by it. Because when you say part of me, you're not speaking the entirety of me is sad, depressed, anxious, whatever. There's so many other parts of you that are willing and are able and are capable. So don't just focus in on that one. Use your words to like separate them and see that it's not all of you. It's just part of you. All right, the next thing to stop speaking over yourself is I don't have time for something. Because, bitch, you got time. You are not making time. So anytime there's a situation where you're like, I don't have time for this, that is a very powerless way to describe your situation. And you're not recognizing your own power. So anytime a situation comes up, I don't care if you have 100 things fucking scheduled. You need to say, I'm not making time. That is not enough of a priority because you control where your time is spent. Flat out, point blank, period. No fucking excuse from there. You dictate and you control what you do with your time. So to speak over yourself, oh no, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. I'm not making time for it. That's the truth you need to speak over yourself. And it doesn't feel good. Like a lot of these things don't feel good to be saying, but just by rewording what you're saying and how you speak about your life and situations is going to empower you and make you feel so much more confident and in control when you start recognizing your control and stop saying shit that throws away your control. And that leads me into the next thing you need to stop saying to yourself. And it's the phrase, I have to. You don't have to do shit in this life. So completely strike I have to from your vocabulary and replace it with I'm choosing to because you are not forced to do absolutely anything. You are choosing to do certain things to avoid certain consequences. And you're allowed to choose those consequences. Don't ever forget that. So a lot of people are like, oh my God, Leo, shut the fuck up. I have to go to work. No, you choose to go to work because you don't want the consequences of not having money, not being able to afford to live and losing what you have. You might feel like you have to, but you don't. You can easily let all that shit happen and not go to work. But you do not want these consequences. Therefore, you are choosing to go to work. Same thing with school. I have to go to school. You're choosing to go to school because you want a certain degree. You want a higher likelihood of getting a certain job. You need the skills and the training to do something. You don't have to go to school. You're choosing to go to school. Do not speak I have to over yourself in any fucking situation. Even when it comes to doing shit for other people. Like, oh, I have to go do this thing because so-and-so will make it mean that I don't care about them. Like, I have to go to my friend's birthday dinner. I have to buy my family gifts for Christmas. 
You don't have to. You just don't want the consequences of not doing that. And that's totally fine. You're allowed and you should choose your consequences, but just know you're choosing them, good and bad. So going to work, you're choosing the consequences and the bullshit you don't want to deal with to have the positive consequences of having money and stability and being able to live. Versus if you choose not to go to work, what comes with that is good consequences and bad too. Everything comes with good and bad consequences. You get the consequences of not having to deal with the shit that you do at work that you hate, but you also have to choose the negative consequences that come with it. So do not ever say that again in your life. I have to X, Y, Z. Don't fucking say it. Don't speak it. Don't do that to yourself. As soon as you flip into I'm choosing to, the boost of confidence you're going to get. Ah, indescribable. It's so good because it makes you finally realize the control you do have over your own life. And feeling forced to do all these things is not a good feeling. You can't feel confident and empowered while you feel forced to do shit. But the false sheet of glass that you have in front of you that I want to shatter is the fact that you feel like you have to do shit. You don't. You're choosing to. Next thing to stop speaking over yourself is I can't stop XYZ. Anything that you are wanting to stop or quit doing, like smoking, eating, drugs, drinking, anything that you say, I can't stop doing this thing, is absolute, complete, and utter bullshit. You are in full control of everything you eat, of everything you ingest, and anything you smoke. Who the fuck has to put it up to your face? You. Who controls your hands? You. Your emotions and your feelings might make you feel so overwhelmed and you get to a point you can't manage the emotions. So you're like, I need to cope. I have to drink. I have to smoke. I have to eat. So a more empowered approach for this is I feel like I can't stop. Do not speak. I can't stop over yourself. But the step further is I'm choosing not to quit smoking. I'm choosing not to quit binge eating. I'm choosing not to quit drinking. Because that is exactly what it is. It is your choice. And you just might have been making an unconscious decision to do these things. Sorry to wake you up in such a painful way, but I'm very aware of the fact that I can stop smoking at any time that I want. And that's any fucking drug, any anything. Let's take the example of hard drugs. Like someone's on heroin. They are fully in control and can stop. But when they do not have their next hit of heroin... The overwhelm, the withdraw, all the negative consequences that come from not doing heroin are so fucking overbearing, people forget their power. They forget, oh my God, I don't have to do it. I can choose to go through this or I can choose to go shoot up again. You're in a full place of power. As soon as you recognize you can choose the negative consequences, it's going to hurt like a bitch and be hell to go through withdrawals, but it's your choice. You do not have to stay on heroin. You do not have to keep binge eating. You do not have to keep smoking. You're choosing not to quit. Oh, I know that one's gonna hurt. Fuck, that one hurts a lot. <laughs> but really just replacing that vocabulary of I can't stop with I'm choosing not to stop. <gasps> that's a motherfucker because you have to face all the damaging things that you're choosing to do to yourself. When you're over here in La La Land like, oh, I've convinced myself I can't stop shooting up with heroin. I've convinced myself I can't stop binge eating. As soon as you flip it to I'm choosing not to stop, you have to face the reality that you've chosen to do this to yourself, even if it's been an unconscious decision. 
that's a pain a lot of people can't face. And I just want you to know, you're not bad. You're not wrong. All the feelings that you're having come up right now, totally fucking normal. And I'm not shaming you. I'm not cussing. I'm cussing at you, but I'm not like berating you. I'm telling you these things because they're meant to help you. That's all my podcasts are out of love. Sometimes love got to be tough, bitch. (laughs) But these are all the things I wish someone would have told me sooner. Okay, so the next thing to stop speaking over yourself is I can't achieve something or I cannot have this thing. What's really going on is you don't see a way to get there yet or you don't feel confident in the ways you're aware of to try and get there. That does not mean there is not a way there. Do not speak I can't have something over yourself. That is the most limiting shit you can do. Switch it to I don't feel like I can have it because I don't see a way to get there yet. That transforms your mindset so much and makes you open up to all of the new ways to get there. But if you just say, I can't get there, I can't have this thing, I can't achieve this thing, it blocks you. You're at this block and you cannot be a match to any of the perspectives and the other routes to get somewhere if you've decided, I can't get there, I can't have it. You simply do not see a way to get there. Don't speak that over yourself and watch all the new fucking ways just line up. They're just going to fly the fuck in. Like law of attraction shit, it's true, girl. And you're not going to be a match to it unless you make yourself a match to it. So step one is opening yourself up to the possibility of it and speaking the reality of the situation over what it is. I don't see a way to get there yet. That doesn't mean you can't have it. That doesn't mean it's not in the cards for you. You can fucking do anything you want. There were people years and years ago that wanted to fly. And everybody thought they were fucking nuts. Like, bitch, you're never going to be able to fly. Then the plane was created. Those people were so set and like driven and knew there was a way and stopped speaking shit over themselves of like, I can't do it. When you say you can't do it, you're not spending your effort and your attention focusing on how you can do it. These people who wanted to fucking fly put their nose down and said, I'm going to find a way to do it. I'm opening up to all the possibilities to do it. And what did they do, bitch? Made a plane. (laughs) did they probably die on a test run maybe but the point is it brought about the invention of a plane so nothing that you want is out of question think of how anything big or like insane was created like think about email and like phones wanting to talk to someone when you're not with them go back to the point in time where there was no such thing as a phone people had the idea of like i want to be able to communicate with someone on the other side of the world I want to be able to send a message and have it hit someone in another state, in another house, in another country. Email was created. Phones were created. People found a fucking way. They did not say, I can't do it. I can't have it. I want to fucking talk to someone across the world is all it took for some stubborn motherfucker to make it happen. And they made it happen. And we all use it now. We're just so comfortable with everything being the way that it is. Literally just think back to those times as crazy as everybody thought these people were. You might be the next one. You might be the one where people are like, no, you're fucking crazy. You can't have that. You got to open up by saying, I don't see a way there yet. And then watch what happens. All right. The next thing to stop speaking over yourself is the phrase, I'm stuck or I feel stuck. Don't even say I feel stuck. You can say I feel stuck, but don't say I'm stuck because what's really going on is you're being faced with a decision to make. And when you feel stuck, What's really going on is you're in a position where any decision that you make or any step that you take from where you currently are leads to a negative consequence or to a consequence that you don't fucking want. 
So of course you feel paralyzed. Of course you feel stuck, but not choosing a consequence is what's keeping you stuck. You have to make a decision. So with that, you can literally look at, I'm choosing not to decide because none of my options seem good. That's totally fucking valid. That's totally fucking fair. I'm choosing not to decide. But by saying that, puts you in a place of power. And that's where I'm going to get you to. If you want help with this, I have a whole journal prompt in my app, Positive Focus. I'll leave the link in the description about making a decision. And I wrote out all the questions that I ask myself when I'm trying to decide something to fully evaluate both sides and make the decision that's best for me. Now let's skate right over into the next thing you need to stop speaking over yourself, which is I'm stupid. And that's one that used to fuck me up a lot. I used to say that shit all the time. And for anyone to say that they're stupid is very inaccurate. And typically when people say, oh my God, I'm stupid, or they get down on themselves and they beat themselves up, they're like, oh my God, I'm just stupid. It's about a certain situation at hand or something that they don't know yet. If you don't know something, who the fuck expects you to know what to do? You're allowed to not know. Doesn't mean you're stupid. And the big reason I want to say do not speak I'm stupid over yourself at all is because when you say I'm stupid, that is a generalization. If you have a situation at hand, like if I was trying to go learn about fucking horseback riding, I'm going to feel dumb as fuck. I don't know how to do none of that. Get a horse ready and take care of a horse. I don't know how to brush it. I don't know how to get like all the fucking saddle ready and like throw it on there. I don't know what the hell is going on. If you told me to go ride a horse, I'm sure I could figure it out, but I would feel dumb as fuck. But for me to be in a situation where I'm new or I'm facing something that I have no clue about and to say because I can't figure something out or I don't already know it that I'm stupid is a very damaging thing to say. Because when you say I'm stupid over one situation, that's a generalization and that's going to discount every other area that you're not stupid. So that's why you need to strike that from your vocabulary for the rest of your fucking life. Do not ever say to yourself, you're stupid. I'm stupid. None of that shit. It's totally fine to say, I don't know what I'm doing, or I don't know yet. That's fine. You're allowed to not know things, but not knowing things doesn't mean you're dumb. You simply haven't been taught. You haven't experienced it. That's okay. It doesn't mean you're stupid. But the big thing I want to get back to before I keep running off track with the whole I'm stupid thing is you're so smart in so many areas. You have so much knowledge around so many things you don't even fucking recognize like you are so beyond smart every single person watching this i don't care if you do shit on the act or any like standardized tests some people are absolute shit test takers but know so much about life so don't discount what you do know because you're facing something that you don't know anything about i'm stupid is a really big blanket term that you do not want put over you you don't want to snuggle up with that blanket bitch do not do it it's just going to diminish your confidence and make you feel dumb in other areas where you're not like it's going to make you question your knowledge capabilities and your smarts on everything if you just blanket statement i'm stupid like don't do that to yourself don't ruin your confidence just scratch that shit from your vocabulary love you i'm done talking about it i've beat that little horse to death <laughs> the next thing to stop speaking over yourself is i'm ugly sometimes it's true so i'm not gonna say don't ever say it you can say i feel ugly but if you are going to base being ugly off of someone else's perspective or someone calls you ugly, do not fucking take that knife and stab yourself with it. If someone calls you ugly, do not claim that. Do not say, okay, I'm ugly. So-and-so said that I'm ugly. That's very different from I am ugly. When you feel ugly, what's really going on is you lack perspective because everyone has their own 
traits and characteristics and things about them that are ugly to certain people and are very attractive to others. So saying you're ugly is a no-no. No longer say I'm ugly. You can say I feel ugly. And then you get to explore why. But do not only damage your self-esteem. If you're going to say I feel ugly, okay, like I said, you lack perspective. So go on a hunt for other perspectives that make you see what is beautiful about you or what is pretty or what is nice or what is good about you. Look for these perspectives and they can be found fucking everywhere, literally everywhere. And this is why I suggest experiencing as many cultures as possible because different cultures value different things. Certain body types are disgusting and that same body type can be praised and cherished in another. Like skinny is good in America. Being skinny other places means you're fucking poor and you look bad. Like, it just depends on the perspective of the place you're in and the people who are around you. That's it. So find other perspectives that allow you to look at yourself in a different light and appreciate things from that new perspective. Like I said, don't only damage your self-esteem. Okay, I feel ugly. Okay, you're allowed to feel ugly. Go do a skincare. Go do a shower. Go work out. Go do something to make yourself feel better. And then look for those other perspectives about the things that you don't like about yourself or that you feel are ugly and you'll find a new appreciation for them even if you can't change them all right the next thing that i used to say to myself a lot that i'm glad i knocked the fuck off was it's not gonna work out or i know how this will end because you don't so instead of saying it's not gonna work out switch that for i'm aware of the negative way that this could go I'm aware of how things could go wrong. I'm aware of what could go wrong because that's very different from I know how this will end or this is not going to go good. It's not going to work out. You're aware of what could go wrong with it. You're aware of the way you don't want it to go. And what this does is helps you tap into the reality of if something can go wrong, it can also go right. You are standing in the perspective of how it can go wrong. You're entertaining these possibilities and these thoughts. So instead of just standing here and being like, I know how it could go wrong. I know how it's going to end. It's not going to go well. You don't get to say that, bitch. You don't know everything. Like, don't speak that over yourself. From being in the pessimistic perspective, like I said, you're seeing all the ways shit can go wrong. That's what you're aware of. You don't get to decide how things are going to go. You don't know. Like I said, if it can go wrong, it can also go right. Go in that perspective. Entertain those thoughts. Entertain those ideas and those feelings. Because if you hang out too fucking long and you only hang out and how things can't work out and how it's not going to go good, there's absolutely no chance of it going the opposite. You're not going to be a fucking match to it. You have to hang out in the positive side too. You have to hang out in the good perspective and become aware of those things because you'll get excited and happy and hopeful the more things and more possibilities and avenues and ways it could go in a direction that you want it to go. It's going to make you feel better about the entire situation, which will do what? Make you a match to the better outcome. All right, next. Another phrase to stop saying to yourself is I'm unlovable. I don't care how unlovable you feel. You are not unlovable. And all speaking this over yourself does is shut you down from receiving love. Because once you decide you're unlovable, you put this lens on that will prevent you from seeing any form of love coming your direction. So you can throw in the word feel like I feel unlovable, and then you get to look at why. Or you can skip that fucking part and say, people have made me feel like I'm unlovable. Experiences I've had have made me feel like I'm hard to love. That's better to say over yourself than I'm unlovable because that makes it seem 
to yourself like you're just defective like oh i'm just unlovable and it's gonna put that shield up like i said for you to see any way that you are actually loved and that's a personal hell you do not want to trap yourself in it's very hard to get out and something to do if you feel unlovable is I want you to look at how actually easy it is to love you. So imagine you met an exact copy of you. How hard would it be to love that person? You know all their wants, needs, quirks, desires. You know everything weird about them. How hard are they actually to love? By someone who gets it. Because you're someone who gets it. So meeting yourself, how hard is it actually to love you as someone who understands? You're going to see it's not fucking hard at all. You're going to see that you're not asking for too much. You're asking people who are incapable. Does not mean you're unlovable. They're incapable of loving you the way that you need to be loved. Big difference. Don't speak that shit over yourself. I'm unlovable. Ah, I used to do that too. I want to fucking knock it out of everybody. Because it just hurts. It's painful. (laughs) All right, now let's talk about money. Do not speak over yourself. I can't make money. Or that making money is hard. What you need to say is, I do not see a way of making money. Like I said with the other one, it's going to open you up to that perspective of other ways to make money. Instead of just declaring, I can't, if you keep going forward with, I can't, you won't. So stop saying, I can't. See, I don't see a way to make money yet. I don't know how to make it. That's better and more empowering because you can learn how to make it and learn new things. But one step further with saying, I can't make money. Instead of saying that, you could say, I don't see where I can exchange value because that's what money is. It's an exchange in value. So I don't recognize currently the value that I have that someone will be willing to exchange money for it. Because when someone pays for something, they're okay giving money if they think what they're getting for it is of equal value. So when I go buy a Versace shirt or some stupid shit, I don't care. I like it. (laughs) I'm excited because I recognize the thing on the other side of it as valuable. Like for me to go spend money on a Versace shirt, I think it's valuable because I valued that thing. Other people who don't give a fuck about Versace would be like, that's stupid. I would never buy that. But that doesn't mean the Versace shirt does not have value. It's just a matter of who you're trying to give it to. And a lot of people get so fucked up, and I was one of them. I was so confused and so pissed off because I could recognize the value of everything I had to give and things I could sell. And I was just not lining up with people who valued it and were willing to exchange money for it. They just didn't get it. But as soon as I found the people who valued truly what I had to give, they were willing to pay so much fucking money for it. Like, they're happy to exchange the money for it. So don't get discouraged. If you see value in something that other people don't yet, you'll line up with them. Just keep trying. And don't speak over yourself. You can't make money. The next thing to stop saying to yourself is, I can't handle this. Or I can't handle something going on. Replace that shit with, I don't see a way to handle it. I don't know what to do. I don't see a way yet. I don't see how this could go good yet. This opens you up to new ways to handle it. But if you're in a situation and you don't know how to handle it, you have so much more awareness than you think. Because look at the situation at hand. You don't know a way to handle it, but I'm sure you know of a fuck ton of ways not to handle it. So literally make a list of everything that would make it worse and how not to handle the situation and why you don't want to choose these things and then flip them. 
and see what awareness comes out of doing the opposite of things that would make it worse. And that's going to trigger you into a whole new line of awareness of a lot of ways you can handle it. Okay, next one. This is a big one I used to fucking suffer with bad. And it's saying, I'm not good enough. There's not even a way I can flip that. And there's nothing I'm even going to give you to substitute it. Because throw that shit the fuck out of your vocabulary. I'm not good enough should never come out of your mouth ever again in your life. It shouldn't even be a thought that crosses your fucking mind. And if you have the thought of I'm not good enough flash through your mind, imagine a gun coming out and shooting it. Do not let that shit cross you or your brain or come out of your mouth ever again. And I don't need to tell you why, but I'm going to give you a little example of when you think you're not good enough when you actually fucking are. Recently, I've been looking at brand deals and like doing brand deals with companies that I actually really like because I'll never get on here promoting no fucking shit that I don't give a fuck about. Like I'll never sell out for a check. If you see me ever like doing an ad for something, it's because I genuinely like it and I got paid for it. (laughs) But you have no clue how many deals I've turned down in the past couple weeks like having so many meetings with these companies and I'm just like, girl, I don't like y'all. Like they're offering me like thousands of dollars, like tens of thousands of dollars. And I'm just like, oh, it's enticing. I could buy a whole lot of Versace shirts, but my trust with you guys comes number one. I don't give a fuck about money. I'm not doing nothing to risk my relationship with you guys. So I'm never going to come on here talking about some shit I don't like, but there is this company for a certain shaker cup that I love and they sponsor a lot of people and they like, have a discount code and they like hook influencers up to like promote them and use their shakers to get sales and shit. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm a perfect fucking fit. Like a little fitnessy scene. Cause I'm like half in the fitness shit, half not. I was like, I'm a perfect fucking candidate. Like I'll rep the fuck out of them. I'll make them so much money. And I genuinely use the cups and I just broke one and I don't want to spend 30 fucking bucks to buy a new one. Did I just buy a thousand dollar Versace shirt? Yes. Will I pay 30 bucks for a new cup? No. <laughs> I'm weird about shit like that. So I was literally like, okay, let me work with this fucking company. Cause like, this is a perfect fit. And I was messaging them, trying to get a hold of them. Wouldn't respond to me. I had my manager reach out to them, message them. They finally responded and said, no, we don't think Leo is a good fit. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like I have the numbers. I have the engagement. I've got more fucking followers than everyone. They fucking rep combined. So I'm like, it's not the followers thing. Like, what the hell is going on? And I was just kind of like, all right, like they don't want to work with me for whatever fucking reason. Fuck them. Like, whatever. I'm still going to use their cups. I'm just not buying a new one. <laughs> I have two more. But instead of saying to myself, oh, you're not good enough. That didn't even come in my brain at all. Like it didn't even cross my fucking mind. And funny, I was talking to one of my friends the other day who knows the owner of the company for the shaker cups. I asked them to ask the fucking owner to like sign me on. I've asked multiple people this and the owner basically said he's too big. (laughs) Like my platform is too big. He literally was like under the table, low key, no bullshit. We don't want to pay him because he's going to make too much money. (laughs) So being rejected by this company, I could have taken it and been like, Oh, I'm not good enough. Eh," And like tried to perfect myself and become what they would want. So they would want to work with me. I don't fucking do that shit. If you don't want me, you're going to eat those words. Ooh, bitch. Ooh, bitch. Every single person who has ever rejected me, turned me down, not wanted me, mistreated me, disrespected me. They're all kicking fucking air and they'll do it till the day that they die or their leg falls off. I don't give second chances, bitch. You decline me once. You'll never get me again. I don't give a fuck what's on the line. Like this company comes back out to me now and it's like, oh, 
We'll offer you 10 grand a month plus commission. Nope. You lost your chance. <laughs> I just thought it was funny with this company because I could have easily made it mean something about me and how I'm not good enough and all this and that. Didn't cross my fucking head because I don't say that shit. But the truth of the situation is not got anything to do with me not being good enough. I was too good and they didn't want to pay me. <laughs> okay, so the last thing to stop saying and speaking over yourself is one of the biggest. And it's things are going wrong. Because are they? Things might be happening that don't make fucking sense. And you might feel so prevented and so like, this is not the plan I had. This is not what I thought would come of this. And a lot of people get discouraged. And I was in a period of my life where like everything went fucking wrong. And I was like, how is this making sense? Like I felt so pissed off. I'm like, there is no divine plan. There is no divine timing. It's all a bunch of horse shit. Like Someone in my matrix fucked up my map and like fucked up my little destiny for my life. Cause what the hell is going on? I felt so off track. I felt like things did not make sense at all. But if I could go back and tell myself something back then, it would be, do not tell yourself things are going wrong. Everything that's happening is happening for you. And I know it seems like shit right now, but stay open to understanding and seeing how all of this is going to make sense. It's all part of it. It's all fucking part of it. And you don't have to know right now. Certain things can only be seen when you look back. So everything is going to make sense in the future. I promise. So do not say things are going wrong. What I want you to say instead is if it were true that I were being guided, how might this make sense? And it's going to take you from thinking that things are going wrong to exploring the possibilities of how things possibly could be going right. They're all going right. Everything that's happening is meant to be happening because it's happening. I forget who said that, but someone said that a long time ago and I literally was like, shut the fuck up, that's stupid. Now that I'm on the other end of all the bad shit that I went through, I still have things go on, sure, but the worst of my life, now that I'm through it, all makes sense. It all was such a key stepping stone for me to get to where I am. And I don't wanna try and throw that whole fucking, oh, have faith shit on you. All you need to have faith in is your ability to keep going. That's all you can control, especially when everything is going wrong. Sometimes there is no hope. Sometimes there is no, oh, it could go right. It could get better. These things are happening for me. Sometimes I don't feel like that. I just want you to ground your faith in what you have control over and what you have certainty over. And it's the actions you choose to take. That's where you have your certainty. So with every situation that keeps getting thrown the fuck at you, your stability and your certainty and your faith is in your goddamn self. Don't turn that shit up to a higher power. They're helping shit unfold. But it's very unfair to fucking say, oh, everything's happening according to like divine plan. Girl, that's the thing with the whole divine shit. The universe does not look at anything bad happening to you as bad. It doesn't look at anything as good or bad. That's something that we look at it as. That's how we observe things as good or bad, wanted, unwanted. The universe looks at it like, okay, if you want to get here, I know the shortcut to get you there. For you to go through all the things that it's going to take to get you there, a lot of it has to break you down and rebuild you. And you're not being punished. You're being prepared with most of that shit. I've said that before and I'll always say that. You're not being punished. You're being prepared. Remember that. But the universe is going to look at all the things that you're going to have to face and go through and get through as preparation and what it takes to get you to where you want to go. 
The universe is not looking at it like, oh, I have to punish you to get there. Or that's going to be painful. That's how you're going to get there. The universe doesn't see good and bad. It just sees a route to get you to where you want to go. And it fucking drops you on it. And as soon as you keep walking, you're going to get knocked up the side of the head with all kind of frustration, heartbreak, emotions, failures, everything. But that is your shortcut. The universe is not looking at anything bad that's happening to you as bad. I know when you're experiencing it, you're like, this is fucking bad. Look for how what's happening is happening for you, what you're learning from it, what it's preparing you for. What are you learning by getting through all the shit that you're facing? And it's going to help you take on a whole new perspective and help you keep going on that shortcut path to get you what you want. All right, I'm done screaming. I'm fucking sweating. (laughs) That's all I got for this episode. Everything you guys need from me, my merch, my social media, my app, everywhere you can keep up with me is in the description. Check it out. If you're watching the YouTube video, leave me a thumbs up. And if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, leave me a five stars rating. Five of them. Nothing less. But for those of you that don't know, episode one through 39 is available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It's audio only. And then episode 40 and beyond is on YouTube. And also, if you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. We hit 100K, bitch. We hit 100 fucking thousand followers. Oh, I'm so excited for the plaque. The little, like, plaque that comes. Oh. But that's all I got for this episode. If it was helpful, leave me a comment. Let me know. And also throw in some more things that you need to stop speaking over yourself so we can, like, chat about it in the comments. Because I'm sure I didn't hit them all. These are just the biggest ones that were for me. I love you all to death. Please take care of yourself. And I will talk to you guys next Sunday.